right, so we're back. Headass. Kinda. What's going on, folks? It's been a long, long time. It has. Oh, to all of our lovely listeners in uh, Germany. Surprise, surprise. Hope you guys aren't trying yeah. to learn English from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I feel like we have a really, really bad representation of America. Oh, you think I, so? I think we're doing a good job. Yeah. No, because I, I, I feel like within our group, we don't represent what America would be like. Uh, well, I mean, we have another representative of what America would be we like. We do, we do, we do. We do. We have a friend, Jeremiah. Jer- Jeremiah, introduce, introduce yourself. Tell them uh, who you are. Hello, everyone. My name is Jeremiah. Um, I've met ジェネ、ボーズ、ジョーリー、ジョーリー、ジョーリー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー、ノー
but I imagine it's pretty heavy, oh full of trash. Oh, high school trash, you got fucking vape juices in yeah, there. Yeah, right? Condoms. Paper towels, all types yeah, of shit. Fucking just this, launched. The class, before, the class before us was a mess. Y'all were like, Oh, yeah, we were mess. awful. Like, <laughs> I remember when, um, uh, can I say his name? Or I remember yeah, when Yama yeah, Boo There's no confidentiality here. Uh, just go ahead and say it. I remember when was selling, uh, what was he selling? Oh, he was selling vapes. Oh, God. <laughs> we did not know where you're going with that. Okay. Well, sure. I'll blur that out. Yeah, blur that out, Richard. Blur that out, Richard. Blur that out. Blur that out. Was selling vapes. Okay. And, like, I think someone told on him, and, like, everyone got mad that the girls told on him, and we were just like, this happened? I was like, Michael, it was a mess. What? I'm trying to think what else happened like our, our year. Like, oh, the, the gas leak. That the, too. Gas. Yeah, the gas, gas leak. leak. I forgot that was technically our fault. Yeah. That was y'all's fault? Yeah, people trying to huff gas. Like, they thought they huffed methane, they get like high off of it. So they left it, <laughs> they, they, left, they left it on and then they didn't turn it back off. And there's the race oh. war that happened. Oh, you mean the race What was that? What was that? I see the girl saying the N word. I don't even know, dude. I see some Hispanic girl saying the N word. We talked about it on the podcast like way, way back. But yeah, we had a race war. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I that one too. But listeners, mind you, there's, like there's only 80 kids in a graduating class. So it's not like this right. is a big high school doing this stuff. It's in like an old middle school with two hallways. <laughs> and then, like, when you combine that with the fact that only half of them or maybe a quarter of them were involved, it made it seem really, like, really silly. So it wasn't like a school wide thing. It was like most of us didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, there's so many things going on. We had a race over here. This guy said he, he wanted to lynch some girl, and that really didn't happen. Yes. Oh, oh I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I was like, Wait, Jeremiah, what was y'all's race war? Yeah, what happened in y'all's race war? I'm curious um, about that. Basically, it was just the same thing. Like, these guys are saying, these Hispanic guys are saying the N-word. Mm. And we were, like, we weren't friends with them, but we, like, associated with them. Mm-hmm. I think I, They were kind of in the same group with us. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, every time they would say it, we would just be like, please stop saying it. But they did not care. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where... This girl, she was like selling strawberries. She like had like a like a baking uh, job on the side. Oh, I remember you this. Know, I love you, the N word, and she was a Hispanic girl. And I was like, Why would you? Oh, do this? this! Oh my god! I remember and this. I, like, I remember I posted so it. Upset. I got so upset because I was like, What? Like, do y'all not listen? Like, we've we've been over this <laughs> thousands of times. Like, we have told y'all how offensive this word is, yeah. and y'all like don't care. And so. Two of the guys, he was like, uh, one of them was like, why do you care? It's just the word. And I was like, dude, what, what are we talking about right now? And it was, it was like so annoying because he was one of the guys that we would always tell, like, please don't say the word. And he would always yeah. hang out with us. So we'd be like, what was the point? But I got so many like DMs from that. I got so many like F words and N words. I was like, oh my God, Damn. is it that serious? Yeah. I remember this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this was like during the winter storm last year. This is like, yeah, yeah, year, right? during the, yeah. Yeah. During the I, remember, I was at my grandma's house and I was like looking through Instagram and I saw like, your post and I was like, what the hell? I was like, is this a I joke? Like, I got nuts. I was just like, <laughs> and then the, it was so crazy about it. This girl, the other girl that she was running the business with, I knew her. Um, I know her since middle school, and she had. She like tried to say that she was black. I was like, "Girl, no, you're not. I've known you since middle school. Like you, you've never been black. You never claimed to say that you were black. But now all of a sudden, you're black because you. It was annoying, but yeah. But that was odd, and ugh, it was a mess. You guys still, you got sold them strawberries somehow. Until oh, I like, market. <laughs> 
I don't mean to say like, oh, it's just a word. It's like you, you're being so disingenuous. Like if someone called your mom a bitch, literally. Oh, you just thought you got to say it was just a word, bro. Don't your mom a bitch. Like there were so many like racist people in our class. It was just like, what are y'all doing? It's twenty twenty one. Jesus, and that's that's a imagine going to A and M. God damn. Yeah, I know. I know. I read. I read somewhere. I don't know how I didn't know this before, but A and M has like the the largest conservative student body. That doesn't surprise I would me. Not be, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I didn't know that, but it doesn't. Surprise I know a girl. I know a girl who goes there. Super conservative. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There. Mm. And she's black, which drives me crazy. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> shit. Uh, do we know this girl? Yeah. We do. Oh no. Oh mm-hmm. damn. Damn. She went to Kalaja. Uh, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm trying to think of any super uh, conservative black. Yeah, I, don't I, think y'all like, her. I don't think y'all know her, but because she was you never know of her. Cons- yeah, yeah, you may know of her, but she was never like conservative in person. It was always on her social media mm. and stuff like that. So she was never like. I remember. No, actually, one time she came to school and she had wore like a Trump 2020 pin. You oh, they wore the school? Yes, <laughs> it was two. Cool. It was two people. They wore a Trump 2020. And I was friends with both of them. So I'm sitting here like, what are y'all doing? That is bold. <laughs> we had a major And they were going to get jumped. Yeah, and they were going to get jumped after class. And I was like, I cannot help y'all. Mm-hmm. If I get jumped. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think we had two, like, open Trumpies in our class that I could think Wait, were they, were they serious or just being, like, ironic? Because I know it was a weird time oh, in 2016. Both of them were serious. Oh, okay. To my knowledge. One of them was in our, our group. And the other one, not so much. Oh, oh! Wait, who is? I get to put the other one's name in the chat because I don't know who the other one is. These people, because no, I know um, one's in our group. She tweeted. She was like, my ass "Oh wait, I know you talking about." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you said that. I was like, "Oh, yeah." Jeremiah dropped your names like left and right. Shooting names out. Okay, you might have to point that out too. He tweeted. He was like, "My ex-boyfriend is a Trump supporter," and I was like, "Well, not him." <gasps> oh, her? Her. yeah. Ew. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. All right. Well, I mean, I guess. All right. Sorry, listeners. You guys aren't understanding. What yeah. We're I mean, a vivid picture of like it was 2016, right? The morning after mm. the um the the big change. Like plan detail. Mm. Yeah. I don't talk about that right now. Um, it was fucking. So, <laughs> it was the morning after the election night, and uh. Obviously, everyone's like disgruntled. We're all upset because yeah. personally, once to win, didn't win. And she is like, before this day, I never heard her talk this much. And she's just like being bold about how happy she is and all this shit. And eventually, like, we all got oh sick of it. God. And we're like, can you like stop? And then she was like, why not? Trump's the best, blah, blah, blah. blah. And we're like, okay. Well, is yeah, she white? Is- yes. Yeah. She is. <laughs> mm, I think she claimed to be mixed with something else. I was like, yeah, she'd say yeah. otherwise, yeah. but. Pretty sure she was. What she claimed to be mixed with, I forgot. I think she was trying to say she was like Hispanic. I was like, yeah, you could be Hispanic. You're still white. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's still white. It's still white. There's so many like white Hispanics here, and it's like they've had such like like it's like like white like rich Hispanics from like Mm. like Mexico Mexico City like they're Mm. like ultra rich and their experiences Mm. are so different. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we had a. But other than that, I think it was like maybe one or two times. She well, she was just known for just talking just out of turn, yeah, and just, just saying shit that no one wanted to hear, and just yeah, she liked to argue. 
Yeah. I mean, well, speaking of uh, young high school girls, there's this YouTube video called How oh, yeah. I with R. Kelly. <laughs> And oh, wait, Doran, let's hit the brakes. Doran, let's hit the brakes, bro. Hey, that I'm transition was so questionable. <laughs> that transition. Okay, but yeah, Dorian, let's talk about it. We, we chat. All right, so for those who do not know, Mr. Hey, come on, do you want to explain who R. Kelly is to the listeners? Well, R. Kelly is, I mean, in most stretches of the word, he's a uh, pretty esteemed R&B artist, if you didn't know, mm-hmm. but... As well as being an R&B artist, he is a connoisseur of young women. Very young women. Yeah, very, very young women. Very young women. Uh, have y'all seen that video? Uh, he was in like performing like somewhere international, and he was like, uh, "How many of y'all have y'all passports? Who wants to go back to America with me?" Yes. <laughs> come back to America with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Wait, was uh, he the one that wanted people to like pee on him, or is that, is that like a no? He, he was too pee on them. No, he, he was pee on, on them. He would pee on them. Yeah, he would pee on them. Oh which which That's I think is a movie. scary movie. When she was like, "R. Kelly, don't pee on me." It's scary. Yeah, a real man would let them pee on him. Yeah, because he's he's grounded or himself. He's just not his confident sexuality. Confident sexuality. Yeah, he's not insecure to pee on girls. But anyways, this dude on YouTube, he had like like one thousand uh, views or one thousand subscribers, and he made a video called "How I Sympathize with R. Kelly," and it was basically saying how him and R. Kelly have a similar appetite. Yeah, appetite. When it comes, when it comes to, to young women, and then and and like the video just it progressively gets worse. Uh, I'm trying to type it in right now. I, feel like yeah, I, I have really the snippet that you sent me, Dorian. Yeah, I I'm just trying to. Oh, I can pull it up. But it was like when he sent it to me, I was like, I couldn't even. I was just, I was, in, I was getting chills. I was like, this is so yeah. gross. Like, I'm so. Oh, I got it right now. So here's here's one point of the video, like deep into the video, when like you thought this could not get any worse after. How long said. is this video? This video is like 20 minutes. It's yeah. like 20 minutes of just just nonsense. He explains how. Like, well, first of all, he talked about how he would, and like R. Kelly, he would try to talk to young girls who didn't have an active, like, parental role in their Guardian. life. So he wouldn't get caught. Like, verbatim, that's what he was but saying. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he was like, one time, he was like, oh, but there's sometimes you can, you can get the parent involved. And he was saying that he was fucking with this white woman. And she, his white woman had two daughters. And, uh, and this is what this white woman and her two daughters did with him. Then the mom's like, come over here. And she calls her girl's names. And then she's like, get on your knees. And she put my dick in her daughter's mouth. I mean, I almost nutted. (laughs) (laughs) So he posts this on YouTube, bro. (laughs) He's so detached and untethered and unhinged. Like he admits to being like a sex offender. Like he sees no issue with it. Literally, like that is no issue with the crime, sir. He had a twenty-minute. I think it was unedited video of him just rambling about sleeping with underage girls. It was. It was just. It was just. It was the part. The most prominent part that I keep like I keep seeing is him talking about like the. I think most of the videos about this one girl. And he was like, she. He met her online, and she lied about her age. That she was twenty one, but she was seventeen in reality, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he said, by the time he found out, he had sex with her like fifteen times. <sighs> so he, he said, at this point, he might as well keep doing it because he can't undo it. So he might as well keep doing it. Oh my god! It's like, it's like, dude, <laughs> like what the hell? 
Oh my god, this man thought it was. Uh, I don't yeah, know. He, he thought he killed the. Wait, so what was the point in the video? It was him just explaining how I guess he was kind of like halfway justify R. Kelly's actions. Yeah, but but what yeah. I feel like he was doing was in his mind he was trying to make it seem like he was inadvertently trying to throw him under the bus and be like, okay, so like, there's guys like me and R. Kelly, but I'm I'm one of the good ones. R. Kelly's one of the bad ones. Mm. I think, yeah, I think I that's think what he was trying to do. Isn't he trying to explain like how? Uh, I think we I think the thesis of the video was like R. Kelly must have done something wrong to make people mad because they exposed him. Uh, I I think it's just his way of flexing on how he's getting away with fucking young girls. Yeah, but he's just dry snitch. That's not even a dry snitch. He just it's, it's, it's yeah, that's, there's nothing dry about that. That's blatant. That's, that's, yeah. uh, that's a flagrant file. I mean, I couldn't even. Yeah, it was it was a video. So I mean, I don't know if you can find it on YouTube. There's a re-upload. He deleted it or it got taken down on YouTube. Um, but man, and if you can't find his, there's like a slew of reactions to it. So I'm yeah, sure. you can see one of those. What's it called? Oh, I I don't, I don't know. know his name, but I Dorian sent it to me, and then I saw Alvin Preach's video about it. Yeah, so that was that was a it weird was day. A, it was a wild day. It was absolutely it was disgusting. Day. Yeah, the original title was called "I'm I'm kind of like R. Kelly," and he, he changed uh, it up. Yeah. Mm. So honestly, I feel like 2020 to 2021 has been like a weird year for finding out that a lot of our celebrities mm-hmm. are predators. Mm-hmm. Like most prominent, I, I don't. Should I even? I don't want to add any slander on because last person who did this ended up dying. So I, I won't say it. But a lot of very, very, very successful men in Hollywood and, oh, and music I know what you're are uh, quite the predator, Mm-mm. and they've been getting away with it for like a long time. And like there's like, footage. I, like, I love Edward Scissorhands. That's like one of my favorite movies. But then when I found out that Winona Ryder was like 17 years old when she met Johnny Depp. And he was 25 oh. and they were dating. I was like, uh, really? I was like, it's one more year. I mean, that's grooming, but still, but like, yeah. like yeah. and like y'all seen Let It Shine, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. With uh, Chris and Coco Jones. She um, was wait, like, who in that? She was, she was, she was 14, I think. Yeah. And he was like 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. She was 14. Yeah, I don't think they dated or anything. I don't but think like, they did anything, did they? Yeah, it's just those. I feel like they could cast somebody a little older or cast yeah, someone younger to play him. Bro, Coco Jones was fourteen when she made that movie. Yes, yeah. what? She had history with that movie. I thought she was like nineteen, dog. That movie was a history. Yeah, she was fourteen. In the making, it was history in the making. Yeah, and he was well. six years older, so yeah, he was twenty. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, Disney, no shout out for casting a 14 year old girl. I mean, at least she was a little dark skinned lead, not the stereotypical light skinned girl. And girl, like, yeah. uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. I just think that's a bit weird. Like, Wait, it's what's not, the age gap? Um, well, as you well, when they were filming um, that 70s show, she was like 14 because she had lied. What? That. Um, she was 18 years old, but she was actually 14. What? And so um, when they were kissing, she was like 14, 15, 16. And so I just think that's a bit weird now. Wait, how old was he? Together. He was in his, he was like 20. He was like oh, age. He was like an adult. <laughs> so now I think that's a bit weird because look at them now and they're together. 
You know, I just feel mm. like that's, that's kind of iffy to me. I never, mm, I never really, very iffy. I never really saw that. Like, I never really, I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit weird. It's crazy thinking like how prominent it is like grooming in our society, like just how yeah. often it happens. And now, like, I understand why like our school principal was like so set on like telling us like not to talk to like the older people when we were mm-hmm. like going to like, school at community college. Oh, yeah. like, I, I get his concern oh, yeah. now. Oh, wait, no, no, I knew that, but I thought you were talking about when we, we, we would go back to main campus and we weren't allowed to like, talk to anybody. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, that was, yeah, that was stupid. But yeah, was we couldn't, but, when they would say don't talk to people like at CBC, that made perfect sense. Even like as a young kid, that made sense to me. But people would still do it, and it would drive me insane seeing like 22, 23 year old men just at lunch tables yeah, with girls, girls younger than me, and I'm just like, what the hell? I was like, are you serious, my brother? <laughs> are you serious, my brother? <laughs> what are y'all doing? Like there was yeah. two that I, I'll never forget their face because like every day I saw them with someone my age and I know that they weren't mm. my age. I didn't mm. get facial hair till like last year and they had that when I was 16. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. I don't understand. It's a, it's a very weird, very weird phenomenon. Very weird, very weird. I understand. I, I, I just don't okay. get it. Just like, so I'm 20 now and like mm-hmm. talking to an 18 year old girl seems like insane because have you ever like talked to an 18 year old guy or girl yeah it's like a 19 year old girl yeah it's like there's, <laughs> there's a difference of age like even in those I two have years friend, um his her friend is saying this girl she's 18 he's like 21 mm-hmm. she actually just turned 18 like during the summer if mm-hmm. i remember correctly and mm-hmm. she's always telling me about like all their problems because she's in college and he's not so. Oh you know, my god, bro! And she's like, and she's like super immature. Obviously, she's eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like super immature. Like she doesn't like. She's always lying and stuff like that. I was like, why are we doing this? Like you're twenty one. Like you should have. Mm-hmm. You should know better. Like I can't even help you. <sighs> like, like oh. conversations with like an eighteen year old coworker is is a distinction. There's like a clear <laughs> distinction to be made, you know. Yeah. So it's like I can't. And that's a two-year difference. So I can't imagine, yeah. I can't fathom being like 35 and, be, and going to like a local high school and, and just trying to make a pick, you know? Like, that seems disgusting. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're so old and she Ooh. is, like, what can she offer you other Did than- Did you hear about that um, one girl? Um, she got married to her godfather. Whoa. Like, what? The day after she turned 18. Oh my God. No, yeah, it's on Facebook. It's like a recent thing. Um, she got married to her godfather. Uh, like she had just turned 18 like a couple of days before mm. and like they had kids together and everything like when she was 16 she had kids with him and everything oh, wow. and so she went on like obviously she's she went on Facebook live and she's immature she's 18 years old and she's just like oh you oh y'all are jealous if y'all are hating on my relationship oh, wait like, is this when she was like um he's my predator so it, like it doesn't concern y'all or something like that Maybe I don't know. I, I, I saw know a clip like, on TikTok of a girl saying that, and like, I was like, "What the hell?" Jealous. And then allegedly, he like like she keeps telling people that he's forty five, but on records like public records because marriage license is a public record, he's like sixty one. Oh, so it's oh. like, oh my god! I'm like, uh, okay, there's because a lot of wrong. Well, so much well, actually, no, he's sixty five. Because it's either he was born in 56 or 66. So it's either he was 56 or he's 65. But he's not 45 years old. That's clear. Yeah, she must have been wrong. Like, molested or something as a kid. 
But this was a girl. Yeah, she was like, she... she was like in a car, right? And she was like being yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I saw this on TikTok. Okay, mm-hmm. I know it was the same thing, but yeah, I saw that was. Gross. I was like, and she just kept saying the f word. I was like. What we gotta do? What, what, and what I was like, do even this? in that like little live, she seemed very immature compared to like a, a male counterpart at that age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just very sad because like these people were like victims of like grooming and abuse. Exactly, like, they right? can't recognize it because that's all exactly. like they've like, known. Like, who, who wants who wants sixty five year old dick? Literally, not even sixty five year old woman. Her excuse was. Her excuse was. Um, he has money, but like they showed like where he lived. No, yeah, if, he, if he got money, he wouldn't be dating his goddaughter. He'd exactly, be finding some other. Exactly, right? he'd at least go a couple years older. Literally, All right, he has money to an eighteen-year-old, but what is that really? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like what is that? Exactly. At eighteen, getting like a three hundred dollar check is like okay. I'm I'm balling this week. Thank you. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not, buddy. That is poverty line. That is below the poverty line. <laughs> Literally. Like, if you were with your parents right now, you'd be fiending. Literally. <laughs> like, the first, like the first month I was here, I had like $8 in my bank account. I was like, I am so not doing this. But thank no, God no. I got my stimulus like, like in two, in like a week within each other. I got my tax return from the IRS and I got my stimulus from the IRS. Mm-hmm. So like in a week with each other. So I was like, I'm good. Nice. I'm stimulus, bro. I'm good for you. Do we still get those? I don't know. I'm trying to buy this record player. So, <laughs> I mean, your parents probably got yours, Dorian. Oh, well, they ain't giving it to me. You have to do your own Yeah. Dude, I remember my very first check at Chipotle, I was 16, mm-hmm. and it was $111. And I was like, you know, that, that's that's a lot of money. Right. And then my second check was like 250 I think. And I remember getting it, and it hit my account, and I was like, is this what the 1% feels like? Like, is this how they feel every morning? <laughs> is this how they feel every morning? By the end of that year, first, I realized how little amount that was. Like, that was literally nothing. Yeah. I remember when I got my first check when I was working at Dunkin' Donuts. And, like, I had gotten Spotify Premium. And I just, I was on top of the world. I was like, right. yeah. 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 I, was like, I, have, I have Spotify Premium now. Uh-huh. You can't tell me anything. I got PlayStation Plus, not on my parents' card. Right, paying for my own PlayStation Plus. Literally, not on my parents' card. It's on my card. And then it all came to a head when my parents were like, okay, you make, you have a consistent stream of income on your own. You can cover like yourself now. Mm-hmm. So, like, we need you to get your own phone and oh. you're going to like start paying for your, like, you're going to pay your way. So, like, I was paying mm-hmm. like insurance, my phone. So, mm-hmm. like, maybe I was like, not only do I not make enough, I'm poor for like an eight. But you were like, Chipotle though, right? This is a Chipotle. And then I was just Chipotle. Yeah. So then I had to like work more, but still do mm. school. So that mm-hmm. wasn't that wasn't fun. But yeah. Mm. You know, I have a little, a little pay incident in my past my past job. We had a Oh yeah, this past summer? Right. <laughs> hey, it was she was she was owing me two dollars. <laughs> <two months. laughs> Wait, what happened? Where I at my old establishment, which will not be named for uh, the podcast. Um one of the ladies who did the uh, the the payment pay stubs from mm-hmm. payroll, yeah, yeah. I remember I got my check. He said nine fifty. I was like, oh, oh, oh. first of all, <laughs> I work in back house now, so I'm supposed to get um, more than you would get if you work in front of at them. least ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 at the very least, and that's part time. I was like, I'm working full time. This is nine fifty. She was like, oh, my bad, change it. The next week or the next pay time, it's it's ten fifty. I'm like, oh, this is better than 950, but it's still not. It's, it's still not the 1050. That's not what I came here for. I know. And she's like, well, since you won't be here during the fall, 
um, I'm going to pay you for part-time for full-time work. And I was like, what? Because they ended up selling the owner and the owner, the GM of the store was just like, oh, I'll fix it. And he, he reimbursed me for all that money. But yeah, like the whole summer, I was, oof, it was bad, but yeah, I was so happy that he gave him his money, but I was still mad yeah. about what they did, what they did to me. Still pissed off oh. about that to this fucking day. And then I went back last week, right, and just to visit them. I was back home for the weekend, and I found out that they all got TMI raises. But someone in particular, I can say his name, of course, is making mm. way more than I was making when I left. Mm. He works oh, a day a week. Yes, I was like, "Are you fourteen fifty? Are you all work at fourteen fifty? Yeah, yeah, we all we all worked at Chick Fil A. Yeah. No, I worked at Chick Fil A. What was that like? It was it was this fun with, with the, uh, the employees. I would say of of all the other part time jobs, we probably mm-hmm. had the, the best out of everyone else. Because of course, part time jobs is always things that suck about it. But yeah, right. I think the coworkers were cool. The managers are pretty cool compared to other people's jobs. Because yeah, it was I don't always like it. it was always either Chick Fil A or Hungers. But then I yeah. worked at Hungers. Yeah, so. I don't like Cassidy. It was okay. It was actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. Once you like look back at it, I mean, of course it was a job. He didn't like yeah. going some days, but for the most part, it was it was. A, I just hated that we got paid weekly, so like those checks were like super small. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't feel as rewarding. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was fine. For I don't like casting journalist versions on. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Oh, okay, I don't want to cast any like generalist versions of Chick Fil A, but it's one of those jobs where like your coworkers are going to be the reason you work there. Not the job mm-hmm. itself, because like the reason mm-hmm. I stayed there for so long was literally because of the people that I worked with. Like I had such a great time with the job them. Looks like a lot because mm-hmm. of the job. The only problem was like it would be like the people we would talk to. Then like the other half we of the store we don't talk to. Mm-hmm. I feel like right. Chick Fil A attracts like a very like like two types of workers. I like high school kids who are like working there, mm-hmm. which is like our crew, and mm-hmm. like conservative homeschooled people. So it's two like very different like groups. <laughs> and you can like literally like their first day. You can tell. Uh, yep, he didn't go to public school. It, it's yeah. so fast. You can just see how they talk yeah. to people. It's like, yeah, you didn't go to public school. Oh, yeah, I know your parents before. Right. <laughs> very weird social. Very weird social interaction. We had this one guy at my job. Um, he was homeschooled, and I guess it was this guy that he liked, one of our coworkers, and so um, he got his Snapchat. And he texted him. He was like, um, I just want to know, just want to let you know, I think you're really cute. And I was going to yell over the megaphone that I thought you were cute. I was going to ask you on a date. And I was like, why would we do this? Oh, my God. I was like, this makes no sense. And like, like, the dude is straight, and, and like, the dude is straight. So I'm saying, like, what? Why are we doing this? And like, it was just a whole mess. And he ended up leaving like right after. So we just like, thank God, because that would have been weird. <laughs> yes. Like, this, is, this is homeschooled behavior. <laughs> and he was in high school finding out later but yeah this is the last thing I'll say about Chick-fil-A I don't want to like despair them anymore but I worked there from 2019 October all the way through January 2021 because I had to leave for college I had a I skipped out for that fall semester because COVID so mm-hmm. I was working full time from let's say August to January mm-hmm. and in that time I had you know gained a rep as like a really esteemed employee in the kitchen, because I, I, I don't do that front of house shit. So, <laughs> as one of the most valued employees, they offered me a, a promotion or a training to be promoted, but I was going to college. So, I was like, hey, like, I'm flattered, but I'm putting my two weeks in like next week, but I'm coming back in the summer, obviously. 
Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, that's fine. We, we knew that. We, we took that into consideration. Whenever we come back in the summer, we'll, we'll just go throughout the process then. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, didn't happen. <laughs> what ended up happening is right before I got back, they promoted like six people who got hired way after me. I'm mm-hmm. talking like as I was leaving, they were still in training shirts. Mm-hmm. And they're, oh. I come back and they're all wearing black shirts. I was like, what the hell is this? So th- see, these are kids who don't know nearly as much as me. Right. That are my boss technically. So I was like, okay, what, what what's up? What's what's up? So I I talked to them and they're like, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, give me a second. I'll I'll talk to owner. I was like, we'll we'll get this figured out. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I don't hear anything until I don't hear anything for ten weeks. All right, it's it's my it's literally my second to last day. I, I was me and Dora were on prep when I was talking to him about. It. I was like, this is such bullshit. <laughs> it, was, it was my second to last day, and they're like, oh yeah, since your season, we're not gonna give it to you. I was like, Dang. I, was, I was like, okay, that's fine. That's but why didn't y'all tell me that ten weeks ago or yeah, in January? Yeah. I was like, why did yeah. y'all have me here waiting, seeing, seeing the, other people make more money than me that shouldn't be making more because they don't work more, like more hours or harder than me? I was like, you know what? Uh, screw y'all. y'all. Y'all don't. But there are other like seasonal managers. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. It was like half of the that new group they promoted were seasonal, mm-hmm. and I know this because they were no longer there because they went back to school already, and then. Mm-hmm. Also, that's the funny part. So they had like six team leaders. By the time I found out I wasn't being promoted, all of them had either quit or gone back to school. Dang. Mm-hmm. So that was really it, a waste. It's a weird thing because like I understand if you like work at the, the morning or during the, the day, but like afternoon and night, like from like four to close, it's really just only high school people in the back. So by definition, everyone back there is, is seasonal. That's just how Literally, it is. Literally, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is how it is. So if you have team leaders in the back, and you don't want them to not be seasonal, then you're just not going to promote anyone to be team leader because yeah. everyone there is seasonal. But yeah, I see. Yeah, other than that aspect of the job, it was pretty cool. Yeah, like working in the kitchen is like one of the like it's so fun. Like with us, as long as no one like mm-hmm. says anything to us, it's it's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not too much yeah, on on Chick Fil A. Yeah, but we had a we had a good we had a good good time working. Uh, That's fine. Uh, job, but uh, not that director who worked with Alec Baldwin in her job. She didn't have a good time. Yeah, that was <laughs> these. these that was terrible. Okay, I'm, I gotta give you this. That was very creative and seamless, but it was off color. <laughs> like, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're gonna try to work on this. I'm sorry. I just, oh I just want to. So, for those who don't know, Alec Baldwin, actor, is working on the movie called Rust, uh, and he, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on. But he fired a prop gun, and apparently someone had a real bullet in the magazine, rather than the prop bullets. And the bullet ended up shooting the director and then hitting uh, yeah. a cinematographer, and that guy survived. But I'm just I like, the other way around. I thought the cinematographer died. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It might be. It like might be. No, the cinematographer yeah. didn't die, and then the other one was injured. I think. Oh, okay, but I'm just like, who brings real bullets on the set? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have real bullets? That's 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 three, three times. Three times. Yeah, it happened with Bruce Lee. Song. Bruce Lee. Yeah. Bruce Lee's son, and then this girl. We haven't learned, obviously. America has a lot. Just do not bring real bullets on the movie set. Yeah. When I first I heard about it, I saw a TikTok of a guy who he's who he like oh, stuttered really badly. He was a um, a prop manager like in Hollywood. And he was mm-hmm. explaining that like sometimes prop guns that fire blanks fire these like these fragments who 
they're small and like they go really fast, so they can like critically injure you. And like depending on where they hit you, uh, they can kill you. But I wasn't sure if this was like a prop, if it was a blank or if it was a, a real bullet. So that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah, but you just gotta be close with those. Cause like I'm imagining I'm imagining that they're filming it. And I'm pretty sure he's like doing a scene where he's shooting at the camera. Yeah. The camera's kind of far away. I don't know if that would be able to, to kill them. I think this I'm was like, like a real bullet. Yeah. And if it showed through two people, that'd be real cool. Yeah. Like, y'all should just have like like vest on or something if y'all were. Yeah. Like, that too. Uh, and I, like, I, I maybe like put something over the like something over them if they're filming so it won't hit them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm imagining because they said they said the the prop master was the the original one they had. There's something going wrong with the pay or something, so the original one left. So they got a the guy to fill in. And right. I think they said for prop, there's no they, they don't use prop guns. They use like real guns. But yeah, it's a real gun with it. a blank. Yeah, so I imagine that guy probably had accidentally fed a real bullet in there or something, and then just forgot about it. And so then, yeah. I don't know. That's just it's a weird situation. It is. Yeah. And then, uh, honestly, like, we live in the era of, like, really, really good CGI. I think using real guns is unnecessary. Literally. Because the reason they do it is for that effect, like, the firing effect. Mm -hmm. But if they can make Dune look real, (laughs) I feel like they can make a fire effect from a gun look pretty real in 2021. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. I have not. I want to watch it. It's HBO Max, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I heard that, I heard that Zendaya is only like in it for like twenty two minutes. Yeah, I heard oh, she's in it for yeah, seven. She's in all the trailers. Yeah, she was like <laughs> on the posters. Like it, it, it seems like it's about I her. Them, what is the point of her doing all these press tours? Like, right, like we they need wasted her two. time. We need you for <laughs> season two, and she's doing this. No. Wow. She. Oh yeah. She isn't doing for seven, seven minutes. What the hell? Seven? Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah, she's in there for seven minutes, and it's it's two hours and thirty minutes, right? Something like that. Oh my god! So and she's only Dude. in there for seven. Like, what the hell is the movie about then? Literally, yeah, it's not about her. <laughs> I thought it was about like um, Timothy Chalamet, like trying to like meet her, right? I thought they were like star crossed over or something yeah, like I that. I, don't, she I didn't like, read the book. I thought she was like like a like a guardian, like a narrator or something. Like that's what she was giving me, but no. Unfortunately, they said I just read it. They said she's in like the opening closing sections, so I'm mad. And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I always hear that Dune is like a boring book, and it's hard to read. We're gonna see if it's a boring movie or not. I I keep hearing it's good, but I keep hearing you have to see it in theaters because if you see it on like a a TV, it's not good. Yeah, oh yeah, thank you. Thank you. In theaters. Yeah, silver screen. So yeah, that's a tragedy. I hope, I hope they move away from using real guns. I have. Yeah. I loved it. You did. Shang You should right. definitely watch it. It, it was really good. Trying, the fighting was amazing. Like, oh, like, uh, uh, but I will. I mean, it's coming out on Disney Plus. I think November twelfth. Oh, Eternals yeah, definitely. Honestly, yeah, Eternals. I'm going to wait until it gets on Disney Plus, but I will be seeing the Eternals. Mm-hmm. I will be making that because... Yeah, Shang Chi. Like, I give her props. That's probably like the best choreographed like fighting in a Marvel mm-hmm. movie ever. It looks like, and then the, the soundtrack was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Aquafina? I never really got the 
The whole. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, I didn't I know never, she did all that back in the day. Yeah, I never really got what did she do that was so problematic. I, I'm assuming. So, apparently, so, so, what happened with Aquafina? It's a whole so, like, like, black scent thing. Yeah, right? she was a comedian. Yeah, they say she uses the black scent. But yeah. I really don't. Oh, like, yeah. I don't hear it in, like, she, now. But maybe she did it back then. But like, yeah, now she, she dropped it. Now she's more well Yeah, I think that was the issue. Like, she dropped it when she got bigger. Yeah. She was using it to get popular. And when she got popular, she just kind of abandoned it. Yeah, so that's kind of why her name is like Aquafina. Yeah, and uh, she had like some she vines would, back in the day too. She would claim that like it was because she grew up. Um, I forgot if it was Queens or some like somewhere in New York. That yeah. like because she grew up in New York and like around like a bunch of like um, like in a black community. That's why she had the black scent, and like she was saying it was okay for that reason. But people looked up where she lived. And apparently it was like predominantly like a white neighborhood, so like yeah. she wouldn't even have been like exposed they to always that, say that. like that growing up, and yeah. so and then the fact that she dropped it made it seem way worse. It was like, why'd you lie? Yeah, they always oh, say she's that. a rapper. Oh yeah, she's yeah, a rapper? yeah. She was yeah. rapping. That was another issue. Yeah, because in in retrospect, like maybe she wasn't, but it seemed like she was making fun of black women. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like well, just kind of like. Everyone wants to act black but not be black. So yeah, it's kind of a good way for her to be trendy and like move up the the ladder. It's like like ladder yeah, yeah. But then once yeah. you like make it big, then you're like, oh, I gotta be normal now and shut this off. Right. So yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. I never understood that. Um, yeah, no. So I, I didn't know this. This was a thing that people were bashing her for. I, but, I didn't know yeah. until the movie came out. Yeah, because then like someone asked her about it, and she was like, "She didn't give a solid answer." Yeah, and she was kind of just like, "Uh, well, it's I, a conversation I, to be had." Yeah, let's have it, Aquafina. They always say it's like I think it's definitely a conversation to be had, but then they don't want to happen. Yeah, it's like, right. It's like just own that you made like you made a mistake. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. You probably, like something you shouldn't have. Exactly. Like okay. it's very common. Like people do it. So you could have just said, I did it and left it. Yeah. yeah. But people were like trying to go as far as cancel her. And I, I won't cancel her. I don't cancel anybody because yeah. I feel like if you look 10 years into my past, I said something bad. If you look yeah. three years into my past, I said something bad. I did something <laughs> bad. You look 10 minutes in, past in this podcast. I just, yeah, it's like, you said something <laughs> fucked up. So it's like, I, of course, we just like hold them accountable. But like, right. as far as. I think if you don't like, if it's like a, like a threatening thing that you've done, like. I don't know, like, like R. Kelly. Oh, yeah, okay, that's different. Wow. R. Kelly, that's completely different. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, then you should be, like, canceled. Like, and canceled shouldn't be just, like, on social media. I think it should be, like, you know. You go to jail. Exactly. That too, but, like, you yeah. know, people, like, your music gets taken off of, like, streaming services. Like, you, like, it, like stuff that you make a profit of. Yeah, all that gets terminated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, you guys, if, like, you're, if you're a criminal, I think that should happen. I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, I'd, I'd say just leave it. I'd say leave it up. I'd say, I mean, obviously, if they, if they go in jail, they can't make any profit of it. But I'd say, like, you I know, mean, like, our Kelly's music. To make money off that. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or I feel it's like, like if, there a, if there was a way for, like, the victims to claim royalties on it, I think that yeah. would be the way to go. You think the victims should claim royalty? On the music. Oh, man, it's not what's Wait, so, I, like, so the girls who, uh, so, like, the girls who got pissed on by R. Kelly. Not even just not just R, not just R Kelly, but like I'm just using that as an example because I mean we've been talking about. I it. would feel a lot better playing Ignition if I knew that his victims were getting paid. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I mean. mean? I'd, I'd just be like, uh, I just I'd say that 
Um, obviously, they should just do it through the courts where R. Kelly has to pay the victims because we have like systems where people get paid. Oh yeah, that, I mean that's too. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think. I think they should have that. But I don't know. I don't know. Getting pissed on. I don't think you help them make the ignition. Should get paid. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh. <laughs> Unless the music is about you getting pissed on. That was exactly. It might have been. I don't that know. was. <laughs> but then again, like people like R. Kelly, they have very good lawyers. So a lot of times they can just like skirt around courts. I mean, but but like, yeah. at what point is it like the lawyer doesn't matter? Like what you did is what you did. You know yeah, like, we have footage. Like we have too much like, evidence. Exactly. Like, like Bill Cosby. Like, like yeah, you have a good lawyer, but like. But it took like him years did. though to get convicted. Like we knew Bill Cosby for a long time. They just they just know so many legal loopholes and ways yeah. to yeah. drag out yeah. a case. And... Like, isn't Bill Cosby out right now? Like gone. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Dude's dude, that dude's like one trip away of dying. So I don't know how he's alive. I thought he was already dead. And we just forgot about it. No, seriously. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, he's gonna die in jail. I thought he. Died I was like, oh, he's out of jail. I didn't even know he was still alive. What the fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. So, like, obviously, like that form of canceling is very yeah. valid because you know you're you're the cause of so much trauma, right. like a lot of people's trauma. But like, when people make jokes from like on Twitter a long time ago, that's oh, yeah. that's a little yeah. stupid. Yeah, dude. Twitter yeah, in 2012, bro. That was. Twitter was like like the Americas, bro. You just hit sale. Like it's just do whatever yeah. you want down there. No one really knew Literally. what they were doing back then. Yeah, and it's like if you're gonna cancel them for tweeting that out, you have to cancel everyone who liked the tweet, everyone who retweeted it, everyone exactly. who commented on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, y'all think like you think like Twitter is like now in the public domain now, where it's like it's no longer like you like you like it's it's such ingrained in, in societies around the world, like you just can't really treat it like as just a company running its own website where they can just do anything they want to do. I mean, that's, like, a big debate right now, especially with, like, yeah. Facebook and, like, the power they have. So like, and yeah. after, like, the, the Trump shit and the insurrection shit, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that was, like, a big topic. It was, like, how do we regulate the internet and, like, these big public domains on the internet if they're private companies, mm-hmm. but, like, they have such a strong hold? Yeah, they're bigger than the radio now, dude. Yeah. So it's, like, what do you – like, something has, obviously that, um, has to be done. But. It's because that Trump is coming out with his um, own app. For like social media. It is basically like his own Twitter. Yeah. yeah. That is so oh, scary. Is he going to have like his own like Trump coin too? Like as a part of that? <laughs> but like, it's just so that. ironic that his the app is going to be called The Truth. I just find that. It's called The Truth? The Truth. That's horrifying, dude. Literally. I don't like, on the one hand, I'm glad those people will no longer be like on Facebook and Twitter. But it concerns mm-hmm. me more that they have their own platform that like we don't know what they're doing on. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like mm. it's like there's gonna be like a conservative exegol from Star Wars. And it's like we don't know about it, but out of nowhere, there's, there's a fleet of, just, of destroyers. Just, and it's like, what the hell is where was this at? And we, we had so no clue. Trump returned. It's just like, what? <laughs> that was I had to bring this up because that was freaking that was so insane. It was like in the, the insurrection, like the reaction to it, mm. and how it just went yeah. away. Right? It was like, no, we didn't talk about this because they literally stormed the fucking Capitol building. Yeah, they, they broke, I remember I was like, at work and bosses didn't care. They're like, get like, the chicken out. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, because like everyone, because like, I know like during like the, the Black Lives Matter protests, there's always riots going down, people, mm-hmm. you know, burning down buildings and stuff. But uh, burning down at Arby's versus breaking into our nation's capital, I mean, it's a right. That's two different things. Right? <laughs> it's like those people are still out. In America, like that's right, and it, it just went away. Yeah. It just kind of just went away. Like, but I mean, yeah. to this day, I feel like if that was 
if they were shades like us storming that building, it'd be a much oh, different story. It'd be yeah, a mess. Right? I know Black Lives Matter have like different like rallies in front of the nation capital, and you see the the security. Those have guys. The National Guard's already out there. Everyone's all around exactly. the capital, but you just have exactly. a little less melanin, and you just break right inside. All right? They put out exosuits when we were in front of freaking McDonald's. <laughs> But these guys are in the Capitol building, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, hey, damn, we can't, we can't stop them." Damn, <laughs> literally, that's wild. Like, that's white privilege. Like, right what now. do we do? No, that yeah, is literally no, the epitome of white privilege. Literally, yeah, it, was, it was very bad, and I just, I don't know. Let's just, you would think like the most American. Like, I always hear conservatives say, "Like, we're the most American people," but they do like the most un-American things. Right? Yeah. Break into our capital. They wear the Confederate flag, flag of uh, tyrant. I mean, um, what do they call them? I don't know. You know what I mean? They just, they just, everyone wants to say they're more American than the other side. It's just like, listen, bro, you're all, y'all idiots. All right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. At, at this point, just, I'm so tired of politics. Literally. Yeah, man. I haven't, dude, I haven't, I've been, dude, I've been like, I like just so my phone's like been breaking for like the past months. So I had to like delete so many apps. Like the only app I had was Snapchat, and every time I opened it, it would just close. And I would have to like copy and paste stuff from notes to even talk to people. So I've been like in my out of the news. And so like just this week, I got to get Instagram and everything again. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And it's just, and I might just delete it again because life was better when I just didn't know what things were going on. Yeah. The same thing to my phone. Like I bought a new one. I don't even, I didn't want it. My XR, my XR was perfect until it wasn't. It would turn off. I couldn't have apps installed, so I had to buy a 13. Yeah. Or, or no, I bought a 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I dropped. Apple tried, to, Apple tried to get me with that bug, but I survived. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still running with the XR. They really tried to make me get the iPhone 13 or whatever. Like, nah. Bro, I'm on the 8. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know girls who still have the 8. They're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. Right, I, my Android. Before my XR, I had that seven, and I had it was cracked. I had no issues with it until it wouldn't work. Anymore. And I was like, "Well, now, <laughs> oh, now I'm in a box. Gosh. I have to get a new phone because it doesn't work." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the worst, dude. That's the worst. But like, their new phones are like anti phone repair. It's so like oh, you can't, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so like you can't go to the mall and like get it fixed. You have to get it fixed from Apple or buy a new phone. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Like a lot of small shops like depend on stuff like that. That does yeah. really suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know people are gonna find a way. The smarty pants will yeah. always find a way. Reverse engineer iPhone's products and shit. I always <laughs> love when iPhone like or Apple would come out with something and like three months later you just saw see all these knockoffs come on the market. Mm-hmm. Like the AirPods, like how the fuck did you already make this? It's only been out for like They make it for like so much cheaper too. I right. know. Like I remember I had the fake AirPod at sophomore year. It was one. It worked. Yeah, it was so fast. And my mom, she was like, why do you have the fake ones? Why can't you just get real ones? I was like, because I don't want to get real ones. It's just work. It's fine. Yeah. And then she bought me real ones. I was like, I have as long as my own ones. What are we doing? So I was like, uh, yeah, my mom bought me mine too, but like, I didn't even like, I wasn't mad about it, but like, I didn't. I wasn't upset, but... Yeah, she was like, well, you didn't ask for anything, so I just got you these. And I was like, well, thank you. Yeah. Do y'all remember when they were, like, a status symbol? Where, like, only, like... You know, I, like, I do remember like, that. People. Yeah. I'll never yeah. forget that. It was so stupid because it was, like... Looking back, it's funny because everyone that was doing that, bragging about having them, complains about capitalism now. Yeah. I, just, I, just, I feel like I should put that out there. 
but I, I remember like being made fun of for not having AirPods while wearing Beats headphones that are more expensive than AirPods. Literally, was like, <laughs> they were better than. AirPods. And what's crazy now is that AirPod Apple made the headphones. Oh, so yes, AirPod Max. Yes, yeah, so it's like who's laughing now? Right, it's like Beats were like, like three hundred bucks, and the AirPods were one hundred and fifty. Literally. Yeah. Literally. So for like, two AirPods, <laughs> they're putting the leashes on the AirPods. It's like, dude, you have earbuds in right now. <laughs> just, just, why would you do that? I mean, it's, I don't know. Um, I just, I'm, I'm still rocking these gray headphones. Um, right, that's true. Dorian never and folded. The headphones are coming back now. They are. Like, they're they're coming back. Like that's one thing that I noticed on that's campus. Good. Like a lot of people wear headphones. Like a lot of people have headphones. Like walking around, yeah. sitting in class. Oh yeah, man. It's just it's a thing now. Yeah, your buds, they just um I used to have like those skull candies back in the day. Yeah. And they were just always they'll always hurt my ears just leaving them in. Like I, I literally wear my I put on my the only time I have these off is if I'm in class or if I'm talking to someone. Or I'm in the shower. Other than that, they're on. I go to sleep with them on most of the podcast. I ride the bus with them. Like I just can't do that with earphones though. They just don't just hurt my ear eventually. But my my headphones, these are my babies. <laughs> Everybody. Like both of them are just both of these little little the the adjustable sides like both broken like they'll just snap off and I have to like clamp them back on again. <laughs> I'm, I'm running so long as they work. I'm I'm wearing them until they drop. Right. That's what I'm doing. That's the way to do it. So we do it, man. Uh, I guess the one last thing we can talk about uh, is is a Squid Game. Yeah, so I don't, like, think we've, I don't know who's watching Squid you- Game. I have, do we like know about it to watch it? Because I finished it, but I watched. I I mean, we can just talk about like its it. impact and what it might be signifying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like, I saw an interesting thread on on Twitter, and it was talking about mm-hmm. um, Squid Game, Ted Lasso, and there was one other one, but basically <laughs> shows that are not um, Western centered. You know, like they they take place mm-hmm. overseas, and like it's it's more mm-hmm. for them than it is for us, but we indulge in it. Mm-hmm the same mm-hmm. way they've indulged in our Hollywood culture for so long. Mm-hmm. And it was like talking about how it might be signifying, I don't know, it might be an overreaction, but it was, they were saying that it kind of signifies like the fall of American culture mm-hmm. being so dominant mm-hmm. overseas. Yeah. So that makes right. sense. I can see. I don't know how like well, bad yeah, that would be. And too, but, another example would be like, I guess like K-pop because now yeah, yeah, the big thing in America BTS is huge. They are. Anime was very huge now. I don't mind them, but it's just like, I don't know, I can't stand white people who are like BTS. Yeah. (laughs) They they like make it their whole entire thing. Well, it seems like a fetish low-key. I don't know why. It it is. I don't know know if it's like other cultures, media is actually like being on par with American media or if it's just Americans just like fetishizing a culture that they just. I think that's what it is. I, I think it's a little yeah. like hip hop back in like the nineties and early. Yeah, 2000s. I was gonna say. I feel like what's happening to like Asia is what's happening to is what happened to us in like the turn of the century, right? Where we had something that was like ours, and everyone they became like a tourist in culture, and they kind of took it over and took it away from us and made it yeah. more about them. And now they're always over involved, and it's like, like you have arguments with white guys about hip hop now, and it, it's so ironic. And it's like, why? I can't. I don't. I love watching um, Anthony Fantano, but when he ever like talks about like hip hop, I just I can't because he's always yeah, like, wrong. 
Yeah, I can so discuss like, music with white guys, but when they start trying to like school me on like rap, God. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> listen, listen to your bud. Oh, when they call like a really good rapper trash, I just be like, oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so. I mean, I haven't seen Squid Game. I freaking even my parents have seen Squid Game. Like it's is it it's becoming, it's becoming insanely popular right now. Bro, uh, my family in Mexico sends like um, Squid Games memes on like WhatsApp. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I, something. Were they doing something at Yale? What Sway Games? Then they do something at oh, Yale. Oh no, no! It was I like do, a I joke got... where um, it was a joke and we're like we have like um, what's it called? Like a parody newspaper where we're mm-hmm. saying like all like the F July students like we would be mm-hmm. competing like for financial aid like through uh, Sway Games. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, Are they doing Sway Games? Yeah, that'd be look. That'd be kind of fun actually. I would do that. It would be. It'd be fun. I'd do Sway Game for a scholarship. Like, if no, I could actually die. Dollars. Wait, hold on. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> oh, you'll die from football just a couple decades from now. But you got free school. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I um, yeah, I hope other cultures can get their media out and you'll be on par with the US. I think. Someone said interesting. Someone, I think it was Andrew Schultz's podcast. But they're talking about like how China's become a dominant and whether they're going to take over the U.S. as a world power. And he was saying like, for China to to really take over the world, like you know, to really be number one is if they can influence the world with like culture and information, mm. like as the U.S. can. And like China's been trying to do that because like you know they're in Africa, like building up African countries with infrastructure and stuff like that. Or, of course, they have TikTok and all these uh, other social media apps. But, like, the Chinese culture is just so, like, so different from other cultures in the world. It's mm-hmm. it's so hard for them to spread their cultural influence, kind of like how the U.S. can do. You know what I mean? Like, their language is different. Their people pretty much kind of look the same. They're not as diverse as, like, American people in media. So, I don't know. I feel like if China wants to be number one, they got to somehow adapt to doing that. And I think they're adapting in a way where they just, like, if they can take hold of media corporations and then make these actors like John Cena or whatever, like bend to the needs, whatever they want to do. <laughs> then they can like influence culture. Like just hearing John Cena talk in Chinese or in Mandarin <laughs> about ice cream or some shit. <laughs> like, or him, like, like him, had, like not um, recognizing Taiwan as a country. Like, I feel like that's how China's going to influence the culture. Just like, through I think it's people. awful. Like how companies are like, kind of like training a part of, well, companies don't really have a humanity because companies are evil. But like, <laughs> especially when it comes to like um, stuff like Taiwan, like a lot of um, companies like won't even like talk about it anymore because they don't mm-hmm. want like kind of like um, get China mad and like not mm-hmm. be able to do business in the country. Yeah. This yeah, is like, like off topic, but like I just thought about like the Dave Chappelle shit, and like one of the um, leading voices against Dave Chappelle was the showrunner for Dear White People. Oh, um, I didn't know that. I didn't know she was white. I was. <laughs> That made me so I mad. Know. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what's this? I haven't heard about the showrunner for Dear White People on Netflix. She's white. Yeah, so there's no a show. Yes. Yeah, so there's a show called Dear White People. Uh-huh. And I see I knew that show. I knew it had white influences. The main character is some white skin girl. And I was like, you can't make a show called Dear White People. Right? <laughs> it's still have this stereotype. But anyways, um, so it's about it's about Dear White People. It's about like these college students in this predominantly white institution, whatever, and they're having problems, or whatever. And it was like this big show back in like 2017. Mm-hmm. But 
apparently the like the producer on the show, one of the main ones, was a white woman. And it's so ironic. Yeah, I, don't know. I think she was a writer. Explain it, probably. Yeah, so she's she's the showrunner. So basically, for like a show, the showrunner is like the last voice. So like everything goes through her. Like if she doesn't want something to be said or shown, it's it's cut right there. Like she has that kind of influence on the show, and she can like make like she can trump everybody's decisions pretty much. So when I found out she was white, I was like, is this really? This is disingenuous. Yeah. yeah, but what she said about Dave Chappelle was true. I agree with what she said about Dave Chappelle. But Wait, what was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, she, she was like, she was more upset with Netflix for like putting it on that platform, like because they watched it, they saw all the terrible things he said, and was like. This oh, wait, was this a, like a most recent show that like, mm-hmm. had like a lot of yeah. like transphobic comments? I still it? haven't oh, even yeah. seen it. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. But I, I, I agree with that. I think it's more of Netflix's problem because they did upload it and was like, yeah. watch this. Even though this <laughs> is Has anyone, has anyone yeah, checked out the day special? Because I forgot my sister's I, Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it myself, but I'm hearing mixed reviews about it. So I've, I know like a lot of people on Netflix, specifically like a lot of like their like trans workers, like mm-hmm. we're about to like walk out because of the show is being mm-hmm. yeah. put on Netflix. Uh, I haven't heard it comments myself, but I'd imagine they're pretty bad if it's like causing like the employees to, like voice so Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty dumb. I don't know why they did that. I feel like it's yeah. like most of Dayshwell's content where you have to be like really removed and not really care mm-hmm. and see everything as just like just a joke. But there's I feel like there's a lot with comedians with all of them. Yeah, it's like especially from that era when like you could say mm-hmm. whatever you wanted and it was funny exactly. and like there wasn't as we didn't police what people said as much. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise well, me that he made that, but I, I would like to, I should probably watch it to see what he said exactly, so I don't speak out of turn. But yeah, because I haven't seen it, but I mean, yeah, someone tried to explain to me like kind of like how Sticks and Stones was, but he's kind of explaining it really wasn't a comedy special. It was really Dave Chappelle speaking on issues and just use comedy as a tool to like keep mm-hmm. people engaged. That's kind of how most of his comedy has been now. He's kind of like. Kind of like George Carlin, where he really stopped making comedy specials, but Drew just kind of became like a, a philosopher or just a, a spokesperson, like just someone who like had speeches yeah. and was occasionally funny in it. So I, I really don't, from not knowing a special, they said this was like one of his more, not serious, but one of his more spoken word specials, so they say. So I don't really know how he might have offended people. Like I didn't even hear a, a joke from it yet. Like I haven't watched it at all, but. Um, but Netflix, they they didn't really budge at that. They were just like, we didn't find what Dave Chappelle to say was, you know, bad to not be on our platform. So they they're keeping it up, which I was surprised because most companies would just be like, oh, I'll just play it safe. I, I feel like if all your like your workers from like this community are saying like, don't upload this, like you should listen mm-hmm. to them. You know, mm-hmm. that's just good marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's so weird. I think if it was any other comedian, it'd probably be taken down. Yeah, but I mean, but Dave is just, he's so huge. It's just like you t- it's also like if you take down a Dave Chappelle special, then everyone's gonna want to watch. The yeah, Chappelle like special. we learned about that in media controversies. Like, there's nothing, there's no better press than negative press. It's like if something mm-hmm. gets banned, the push forward to come back is gonna be so strong where it's gonna go. It's like the numbers gonna do like astronomical. It's gonna do so well oh. financially. It's like that one movie, um, the interview, like how it was like yes, a little bit, but was, everyone like watched it online. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone, but like I believed it too. Like, 
And like, there's other like comedians. Uh, what's his name? Shane Gillis. He's like some comedian who got on SNL, but I think got fired from like some jokes in the past. I never heard of him in my life, but then like now I just watch his stuff. I'm like, oh, this guy's cool. The only reason I knew of it is because he got canceled, which ironically didn't really cancel him. Just kind of made him more popular. Yeah. So it's weird how it works. Cause like the canceling is so like selective. Like some people would like lose everything and others will mm-hmm. just kind of elevate or just like plateau. Like Trisha yeah. Paytas, David Dobrik, yeah. like YouTubers. He's, like, still making, like, he's still making videos. Yeah. A lot, a lot of like the white YouTubers, like they kind of just get away with it. And we kind of forget about it. And they're like, Oh, okay. Well, when's the next upload? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Uh, the Paul brothers. Yeah, like, yeah, oh my, how do they still get? And they're even more famous now than before. They are, like, and, like, yeah. I, I really don't respect the Paul brothers, because, like, growing up, I've been, like, a huge fan of boxing, because, like, it's, it's oh, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, and, like, I feel like what they do is so damaging to the sport. Literally, because, like, half of those matches, they he pays the people to lose. So yeah, it, like, it, it seems hmm. fake. It seems really dressed up, and, like, a lot Literally. of boxers, like, spend years training and working trying to get promo like to get to, yeah to get to that point and then for them it's just like a fad they're doing right now just because they can yeah. it's like a little hobby there's a like talented guys that never reach that point but mm-hmm. since they're not jake paul they never will and like and like it the paul brothers and their their, their little boxing antics it's kind of like legitimizing like other sports like mma because like now you go now people go oh it's like oh it's a boxing like a celebrity boxing match they're just going to mm-hmm. go on a ring and punch each other. But mm-hmm. MMA is like, oh, no, you can't do that. Like, you got to be super skilled to just hop in an octagon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now they're kind of like – because boxing has always been kind of like getting low numbers other than like the top fighters. Right. Like the Tyson Furies or the Canelos. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, I think that's why MMA is just going to surpass it. Like, people don't even take it seriously yeah. anymore. I mean, wrestling is basically a joke now because, like, WWE. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling's kind of always been like entertainment wise. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like a TV show that's like live. Like, we knew it's fake, but it's like because they like because they have like storylines too, like mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. developments and all that. And I'm just like, and my sister, I feel like every kid goes to like a wrestling place. I didn't go at the rest, but almost <laughs> no, every I, I definitely like, did. Like mm. my friend, um, y'all know her. She had a wrestling phase. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. oh like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay. And my sister, she got into it like a couple of months ago. I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't do this. Like, when I was it's in so like, fake and it's so. Yeah, elementary like, had a hold on me. <laughs> I never I, I got the point of it. I was more like, okay, okay. <laughs> I never really, I never really got the, like, yeah. that was me. Like, as a kid, I never really got video games. I wasn't really into like wrestling. Mm. I was just, mm. I don't know what I was, but. <laughs> You know, I, I didn't I didn't have a wrestling phase either. I had, I like a little MMA phase, UFC and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. but I could I could see the appeal to like WWE because it's yeah. these different antics and like it's hard. It's a hard fucking. It's not really a sport, but it's a hard entertainment thing to do. Like they're doing these crazy ass jumps and falls and throwing people in the air. Like yeah, it's it's like impressive. skilled stuntmen. Mm-hmm. It's impressive as fuck. So I have mad respect for the wrestlers. They're good actors. It's like yeah. opera, but if you just like body slamming people, you know. What I mean? and it's like they're it still like insane. hitting each other to a degree. It's just acting. Yeah. Sure. Yes, I, I remember one one wrestler like lost. I don't know. I don't know his name, but he like lost like almost four inches to his height because he kept doing like this. Kept taking all these wow. these like these these impacts and stunts and like pretty much fucked up his spine to where like 
he's kind of just hunched over, a little compressed. Like they, wow. they put their body on the line for this shit. There was these two wrestlers, and they had a they had a match, and it was scheduled to go. It was supposed to go one way, but one of the wrestlers in mid match, I guess, fed off the crowd and it went the opposite direction. So <laughs> one of them got really, really hurt, like oh. hurt, hurt really badly. The one that lost, the one that was supposed to lose. Mm. And when he got out of the hospital, there was a big rematch. It was like a big deal. So mm. it was a it was a hell in the cell, I think, or a cage match. They were on top of the oh, cage. I, I, I saw this on TikTok, and yeah. they had like a documentary about it. So they were on top of the cage, and he, the guy before the match brought a taser. It wasn't a wasn't taser? planned. This wasn't planned. Yeah. So he has him like he's laid out, not really, but he is on top of the cage. Pulls the taser, tases him, and keeps tasing him like for like a long time. And the guy, he's like, I can't feel my legs. And then the dude, the dude tells him, he's like, You're not gonna need him. Picks him up and throws him off the cage, and he lands on the table, and he didn't die surprisingly. But the guy said, the guy, he's like, I'm gonna be honest, I was trying to kill him, but he didn't die. So it's, it's like shit yeah. like that makes you like, okay, it's fake. It was WWE or what was this? It was either WWE was or WWF. WWF. Yeah, it had to be WWF. Yeah. It's fake, but it's like, this is real as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, think I think that's when, when wrestling gets, is is great when like the fakeness kind of merges with reality and it starts mm-hmm. blending the line. Like, mm-hmm. are they acting? Are they kind of have semi hate for each other? Like, I think that's what makes people a little interested when they touch getting a little yeah. creative. You know? I can um, never do that. I don't like that. No, you put me on a cage, bro. I'm like, get me down from here. I am not doing that at all. I wouldn't either. I'm too small for that shit. Come out to your out. I'm not Rey Mysterio. I don't know, dude. That was the best acting. Having Rey Mysterio win matches. <laughs> he seems like let's look it up right now. Rey Mysterio height. He's like what five four. Dude, they feel so bad for him. They just can't. He's five six. How the hell was he beating Undertaker and Big Show? Pounds. What? He's one hundred thirty five pounds. One hundred seventy five. One hundred seventy five. Oh, that's what I was like. Damn. What's he look like? He's a Mexican like that match. makes no sense. And he was my favorite when I was a kid. But looking back, I'm like, how the hell was he not getting like murdered? <laughs> Yo, he has a cute face. Hold on. <laughs> okay, Dorian. <laughs> Okay, a little mysterious. Why, is, why does he have a tattoo on his chest that just says Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> like, should I get that? Every, every Mexican's born with that. <laughs> I just not realized that. I feel like uh, they were trying to like hit a demographic, so they're like, okay, we got to – there can be no mistake about made about you. from – He's not from Argentina. We need the fans at home to know what you are. He is. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, sure, apparently, apparently, he took on his uncle's name, like his uncle's like wrestling name, who was a Mexican uh, professional wrestler and trainer. Oh, okay, but it's weird. I, mean, I'm just, I was joking now because I don't think that's what happened. But they had like uh, Eddie Guerrero, who was like the mm-hmm. the Latin superstar at the time, or right mm-hmm. before Rey Mysterio kind of took the reins, I guess. And he, but he passed away tragically. So R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero. Oh, thanks for ruining the vibe, Kamonte. Yeah, now we're at an episode, Kamonte. Damn. Don't you me transition saying, well, okay, Mr. Uh, well, the director of wrestling have a good day, but okay, <laughs> like, but like 30 minutes ago, you said transition. that. <laughs> happy? Okay. <laughs> it's trying to make light of an adult moment, you know? You, know, you miss 100%, 100% of the shots you don't take. That is 100% true. 
So, fellas, if you're hearing this, shoot your shot. Ladies, shoot your shot. Honestly, if you're a girl, shoot your shot. Like, you have like a yeah, 98% girls shooting your shot. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Have you ever heard girls like talk game? It's the worst thing ever. I have. I, I thought I thought I was bad. My nervous ass. I thought I was bad. I just <laughs> this, there's two type of girls when they shoot their shot. It's one where they're just like, hey, I'm. I'm it's pretty much, hey, I'm pretty. What are you gonna do about it? And then the other type of girls who just use these cheesy ass one liners from movies and just think it's gonna fly. Okay. I, yeah. There's been times where it's like it sounded like I was listening to her say a script from a movie. And I feel like I was in like a, a, a teeny bopper, like a, a Disney Channel original. And I was like, wait, was she, talk- was she, was she shooting? <laughs> that was so corny. Like, it would be like 20 minutes later, I'll take my airport out. And I'm like, wait, was she? Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> like, that was stupid. Yeah. 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 Or if you have like, and I, I feel like the bar is like so low for girls when it comes to shooting a shot. It is. Like, if you had, if you have like Bumble, every, because Bumble's an app where the girls text first, mm-hmm. every goddamn message is just a different variation of hey. Hi, hey. Hey, hi, small baby. Nah, if if you're a dude and you slide in a girl's DM and say, hey, you never get open. <laughs> they get like 15 days a month. <laughs> if I okay, I open them and I always say hey back and then I, from there I see what she says. But if mm. she is like saying hey and like waiting for me to like say something back, I'm just like, okay, I'm not I'm I'm done here. Cause like mm-hmm. what am I gonna do? Like I've had girls that were like, hey, Tell me about like your your final collections, shit like that. I'm like that works because mm-hmm. then yeah, like we have something to talk about, and they're like, okay, tell me about mm-hmm. yours. Let's go get records here. Like that that works. Yeah. That has yeah. worked in the past. Mm-hmm. But some of them are just like like I'm looking back, and it's just like, hey, <laughs> how are you? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? When the conversation gets like that, I just leave. I'm just like, I'm mm. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, when when you text like, what are you doing right now? Or, like, what you up to? It's like yeah. one of those. Just like I don't want to see that yeah. message. <laughs> I don't want to see that message at all. No, but um, yeah, I think I think that's the podcast. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you, we appreciated you. I was so excited to be on here. All right. If yeah, you want to come back, just let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll come back for sure. Okay, for sure. Sure, we'll have you. Whenever we uh, <laughs> make the next podcast. Yeah. yeah whenever that is. <laughs> We, we we've been doing it like what once every uh two months is it three months yeah our last <laughs> upload was September third I believe oh, Jesus uh, yeah oh that was almost two months ago yeah I was a teenager last time we uploaded that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um thank you so much for joining I hope you enjoyed us I did we, I did. We enjoyed you enjoyed shout out to all of our fans in Germany yeah shout out to Germany one more time because like you know, we don't, honestly like if you're in Germany like. Uh, DM the podcast account, mm-hmm. but I mean, a podcast yeah. at on Instagram. So, yeah, we'd like to meet y'all and like, see who y'all are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you guys. And bye, all. All right, bye, everyone. <laughs>